Hey friends, I am so excited to introduce you to my friend Tabitha today. She is a busy mama of two littles, a four-year-old boy and a two-year-old girl, and she is excited to share practical solutions that take you from exhausted and frustrated to energized and productive in your everyday mom life. She's a lifelong Alaskan addicted to bulletproof coffee and self-help books. Tabitha is passionate about staying focused on the joy of motherhood and systemizing essential tasks to help you do just that. She currently shares all of her goodness on her blog, themamamatters.com, and offers a Rise and Shine mini course along with her new group coaching program, Simplify Motherhood, Do Less With More. I cannot wait for you guys to hear all of the goodness that Tabitha is going to teach us today on how to create a morning routine that can be done in as little as six minutes. And I tell you what, you guys, I am not a morning person, so I'm all about this routine. It is perfect, and I've even already implemented some of these steps, and I have seen huge differences. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hi there, I'm Jenna Kutcher. I'm the host of the Gold Digger Podcast, and I'm so excited that you're hearing me right now because that means that I get to introduce you to my friend, Michelle Hagen, and her podcast, The Busy Years. Michelle is a mama on a mission dedicated to inspire other women to chase their dreams and their passions no matter what season of life they're in. And I've gotten the privilege to mentor and coach Michelle. She was one of my top 10 students in my community of over a thousand women, and she helped lead and inspire other mamas just like you. And now you, my friend, you get a front row seat. So sit back, relax, and get ready to be inspired. Hi, I'm Michelle, a sales and profitability strategist, mentor, and captain of your cheering squad. But most importantly, I'm the Midwest wife and mama to two spirited boys, and I'm a lover of learning, family vacations, and nap time. I built my business between the moments of motherhood, and I know that you can do it too. Being a mama is hard, and no one should have to do it alone. That's why I'm bringing women together to share their stories of motherhood, business, and blessings. So grab your coffee, wash your dishes, hey, even take a shower. Because we can do this, friend, in the middle of motherhood. You're listening to the Busy Years Podcast, where motherhood and business meet. Come tired, leave inspired. Okay, friends, I am so excited to introduce you guys to my friend Tabitha, who's going to teach us all about morning routines today and share her story of motherhood and business. And I'm so excited because we have very similar stories to each other, and I can't wait for you guys to hear it. So, Tabitha, welcome to the show. I'm so excited that you are here. Thank you so much for having me. This is one of my all-time favorite topics to discuss. So why don't you start by telling us your journey into motherhood and creating a business and what that looks like for you? Yeah, when I started out, I had always planned to be a career mom. And my husband and I had actually originally planned to never have kids and we were just going to work and play and travel. And then we decided we wanted children. And so I planned to go back full time and I was really caught off guard that after we had our son, I really didn't want to go back to work. 
I was shocked that I really wanted to be a stay-at-home mom so that I didn't have to miss out on any of those precious, sweet, early moments that go by way too fast. And unfortunately, I did have to go back to work. We just hadn't made any plans otherwise and kind of got into the swing of things. And that was our new normal. And I didn't love it, but made it work. And then when I was pregnant with our daughter, I knew there was just no way that I was going back to work full time. So we were able to plan accordingly. And I was able to go back to work just two days a week working part time. And it really was the perfect balance of being home with the kids, but then a couple couple days to get out of the house and do something a little different. But something that I noticed, I had actually started a blog when I got pregnant with our son because I loved talking about all things pregnancy and being a new mom and just kind of didn't want to lose any of those special moments. So I was saving those notes. And then I had a lot of friends who were pregnant around the same time that I was or shortly after. So it was really fun to like talk about our experiences and I could make notes on things that I had learned or had worked well for me so that I could help my friends out who were going through um, pregnancy and early motherhood. And I really became an even more important creative outlet after I left my corporate career because I really missed the intellectual stimulation. My part-time job was interesting, is interesting, but it just didn't have that higher level intellectual stimulation that I needed. And of course, being a mom is very challenging, but it's a different type of work. So I really got into the blog and starting to turn it into more of a business so that I could learn all of those business pieces. And I actually, um, in my career, and I actually have a master's in business, but a blog is a totally different world. And the whole online business is a completely different kettle of fish. So it was just fascinating to learn about all of that. And then slowly building an income from that. My husband and I had a deal that I would go back to work full time after our younger children um, started in kindergarten. So now my goal is to be able to have a full-time income from the blog so that I can still stay at home and just be available to go on field trips or volunteer in the classroom. You know, my mom always embarrassed me coming to volunteer in the classroom one day a week, and I want to do that for my children. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that. Yeah, I can so relate because I can, I remember like, sitting with our financial planner before having kids, I was like, I am going to be a boss mom. I will not stay home. I am going to work and I'm going to do all the things and be the room mom and do all that stuff. And then I had kids and I was like, um, maybe that's not what I wanted. And so Mm -hmm. I can totally relate to all of that. And, um, you know, but still wanting to like have your own thing and wanting to help in the kids' classroom still. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, tell me about what do you feel like has been your biggest struggle of trying to start your business and having littles? Oh my gosh. For me personally has really been picking something and sticking to it because there are a million different ways that you can get to your goal. It's just picking one and sticking with it all the way through. And 
And then of course the the balancing mom life. Um, when am I going to fit this time where I can really focus, <laughs> pick one thing to focus on <laughs> and then have the time to focus on said thing. So that originally was a big struggle. But finally, I think we've hit a really good rhythm of I wake up early. And so I work on my blog and my business for a couple hours before the kids even wake. So I don't miss it out on any time with them. And um and I don't have to worry about them interrupting as much, but of course that still happens sometimes. And then mm-hmm. also nap time has been a really nice block. And I'm sure you have learned this as well. You just get really good at figuring out what the one big thing is and going all out. Like you don't have time to waste time on social media. You get in, get out, you do what you need to do. And I've become much more efficient with my time. Absolutely. That's like one of the things that I hear from everyone that becomes a mom is that your time efficiency, like you think you were productive before, but wait till you have kids Mm -hmm. and then you become productive and then you lose nap time or something changes, Mm -hmm. you know? And, um, so it's just a constant shifting, which I think is a perfect segue into what we were going to talk about today, which is morning routines and how to set yourself up for success for the day. So, Tell us all the things because I know that I struggle. Like, I mean, I'm probably like the one, like not even on the struggle bus. I'm like behind the bus trying to catch up because I am such a night owl person that I could stay up all night. But when it comes to getting up in the morning, I literally like set my alarm a half hour before I have to get up so I can hit it. Yeah. It snooze. Absolutely. Because I just... It's so hard for me to get up and get out of bed. So tell me all the things of how I can create the perfect morning routine as a mom and a business owner. Yes, I know this is really hard for some people. And I am a morning person and I do wake up really early, like usually um, between 4 and 5 a.m. As I mentioned, that's when I work on my business. (laughs) But I also... Uh, confession, I went to bed at 7 p.m. last night. I was so tired. (laughs) So I am so not a night owl. Like, I mean, our two-year-old goes to bed at 7, and I, like, barely made it to her bedtime. So there's totally the flip end. Like, you probably get a ton of stuff done at night where I get nothing done. Um, Yes. So it's it's definitely, we fit it in where we can, but I still advocate that a morning routine is so important, even if you don't want to wake up a couple of hours before your kids. I think having a little bit of time and space in your day for yourself is super important. And as moms, one of the only ways, I wouldn't even say guaranteed, but one of the only ways that it's more likely to happen is if it's first thing in the morning. And it can be as little as six minutes. I actually, this whole program, I've been able to distill it into one minute for each step. But I would recommend maybe waking up 15 minutes before your kids wake. And then you can get a cup of hot coffee. You can go through these six steps that are very nourishing to your soul. Gives you a couple minutes to your yourself so you don't wake up reactive. I think that's the biggest problem when you wake up with your kids, like 
they, you wake up to a child crying or a child coming into your room and they're hungry or want something. And for me, just when I wake up to that, that sets the tone for my whole day. I feel behind. I didn't have a second to myself. I feel rushed. I feel like everyone's needing me constantly. It makes me impatient, frustrated. I, a lot of times don't have energy. And a lot of times if I have a couple minutes to myself later in the day, like during the kids nap time, I probably just want to nap or watch Netflix. I don't want to do anything that requires any level of effort. Um, but the great thing about this short morning routine is that it it's very calming, like a few, like a minute of meditation, you know, it's not something that's going to, okay, jump out of bed and do a 45 minute workout, like nothing like mm. that. So I really think the key for anyone, even a night owl is just waking up 15 minutes before the kiddos do. And I've distilled these steps into an acronym because as we know, mom brain, and even now, like <laughs> I've literally been doing this for years and there are times where I'm like, okay, did I do the, the step, this step, this step? So the acronym is rising and the R is for roll out of bed. The I is ingest water and light. S is start moving. I is introspection, which is like meditation. N is nail your affirmations. And G is gratitude. So something actually for you, Michelle, that might be super helpful is the first step, R, roll out of bed. There is actually yeah. a lot of science that explains that if you wake up and you hit your snooze button, it is one of the worst things that you can do because your body wakes up, comes out of a REM cycle, and then you start to go back into a deeper REM cycle sleep. So when you keep waking yourself up, you never get that restful sleep. And then when you finally do wake up, you're at a bad point in your sleep cycle, then you could suffer for from brain fog for like three or four hours, which I mean, that's a huge chunk of your day. So wow. roll out of bed is just literally you set your alarm for ideally the same exact time every day, every weekday. I mean, weekends, you know, all bets are off <laughs> but yeah. every weekday. Um, and if you do need a break during the week, you schedule one day to sleep in. So it's a planned thing. But other than that, you pick one, one time to wake up each morning and then you roll out of bed no matter what, no snooze. And it is very difficult at first, but you get used to that. And actually Mel Robbins, she's amazing. I love her. She wrote an entire book on basically this concept that she calls the five second rule. And one of the big examples that she gives. So what you do is anything that you kind of like don't want to do, you literally count back from five. And then like Nike says, you just do it. You don't give your brain the opportunity to make up excuses or think about it. You literally like, by the time you start thinking about it, you're like already pouring your coffee. You're like, wait, what just happened? Like, how did I get here? <laughs> yeah, I love that. You could like implement that into anything working yes. out. Like, yes. I mean, it's so funny working with your kids. I, I the other day, was sitting at the table and I just like sighed. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I think out of just like aspirin, like, you know, just being annoyed mm -hmm. of with the children totally. and Turner goes and Turner goes, mommy, it's okay. Just count to four. 
like just out of, and I was like, dang it. If I would have had my phone, that would have been the perfect TikTok. Yes. Video. Right? <laughs> yes. Pick up oh. on all those little things. Yes. Yes. So that is an awesome one. And it definitely, it gets easier as you make it a habit and it can definitely be a challenge at first, but that is one of the best tricks is just five, four, three, two, one, do it. And when you count backwards, it gives you that deadline versus counting one through five, you know, five, you could just keep going. (laughs) When you get to one, there's, you know, zero, there's nowhere else to go. And so you just train yourself to take action. And then the next step is ingest water and light. So our bodies get dehydrated because we don't consume any water throughout the night. And we're doing a lot of restorative work during that time. And I've actually read that drinking a full eight ounce cup of water first thing in the morning can wake you up even more than coffee. Um, I'm obsessed with coffee, so I don't like believe in that. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I definitely, the water is so good. So just energizing and it just is cleansing and it feels good. So I keep a a water bottle on my nightstand and same thing. I roll out of bed and start drinking water pretty much like automatically without even thinking about it. And then the, um, the S is to start moving. Oh, I forgot the second side of the eye. Sorry. So in just water and light. So I live in Alaska and it is super dark in the winters. So I actually have a happy light that I use during the winter months, and that is just full spectrum light that I set next to me, and I turn it on so that I get the light like it's sunlight. So this morning routine, I highly recommend doing in front of a window where you get natural light, and even if you live somewhere where it's dark in the morning when you wake up, you can buy one of these happy lights and get that full spectrum light that way. Um, Our bodies are just designed to function on these circadian rhythms. And so when you get the water and sunlight, it starts to wake you up. And see, even for a night owl, these are just like little tiny things that you're doing. It's not requiring a ton of effort. So you can be in a sleepy haze and sit in front of the window, you know? Right. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So um, the S is to start moving. And it takes so much effort and mental uh, strength and willpower to do like a full workout. So I recommend just uh, to start moving and breathing. You do 10 repetitions of an exercise that you enjoy or maybe don't mind more realistically, <laughs> like um, like squats, like doing 10 squats or 10 push-ups, or just something that engages your whole body. Again, not a full workout, but it's literally just getting the blood pumping through your body. So is this something where you want to be moving a ton, or could it be like you're just going to stretch? Um, you could stretch. Um, I do think like some sort of bigger movement. Sometimes I do stretch also, but I think the um, something that gets your heart pumping is also beneficial because then you are pumping the blood throughout your body. And I recommend some sort of deep breathing exercise, even if it's just like three really deep breaths. So you're oxygenating your blood and then pumping the blood through your body. And I think stretching would be a good addition, but maybe not a replacement. Um, Okay. But some sort of simple and just 10. And again, like 
that takes a lot less willpower to be able to just do that. And it's kind of crazy because right after you do that, you sit there and you can feel your body like tingling and it just, it feels nice. And like, you feel like you're Mm -hmm. coming awake, you're coming alive and you, it helps you be physically present in your body also because you, you're noticing these things kind of as you're waking up. I just had to pop in quick to tell you about one of my favorite clothing boutiques, Statement Boutique. About a year ago, I was just ready to step out of the postpartum, nursing-friendly clothes and find my style again. And with the help of Statement Boutique, I looked a little bit more put together at school drop-off and I felt so much more myself for date night. Having clothes that felt like they were my style again, but fit the busy mom life and made me feel like me. Head to statementdowntown.com and use the code BUSYYEARS20 to receive 20% off your purchase. Again, head to statementdowntown.com and use the code BUSYYEARS20 to receive 20% off of your purchase. Some exclusions may apply. And the next one is introspection, which was basically a word that started with I that means meditation. (laughs) Um, So meditation can be really intimidating. I don't know if you've ever, have you ever tried meditation? Yeah, I do a lot of yoga. So like there's a lot of meditation with that. That's when you were like, yes, 10 seconds. I was like, does Shavasana count? I really like that part, (laughs) (laughs) which is laid back down. So it defeats our purpose. Well, hey, you could totally do that for the meditation piece though. There we go. For one minute, just, and that's the thing, like meditation is a practice that takes years and years to work Mm -hmm. up to. I mean, I hear about like, So I started out with one minute and I am now, and then I did five and now I'm working up to 10, but my goodness, when I first started 10 minutes was an eternity. I'm like, there's no way. Mm -hmm. And so just starting with one minute could mean the difference between you trying it and never trying to do it because it's so hard. So just one minute of Savasana and just feel your breath. And it's so good for your brain and just kind of like a massage for your brain. And it gives you just time and space to have to yourself and to be physically present in your body and just feel calm. And starting the day this way is just an amazing shift in your perspective. And I just love it. And I have lots of lots of different ideas. You know, there's guided meditation. There's just uh, focusing on your breath, lots of different ideas. Just try different things for a minute. See what is most interesting to you. And even just listening to calming music for a minute is very helpful. And the N is for nail affirmations. And this is kind of, um, I guess, a piece of a much broader picture. But um, affirmations can be, I think sometimes people think they're sort of woo-woo, law of attraction, like just say it until you think you believe it. But for me, affirmations are actually much deeper than that. They come from work um, that you're doing in personal growth space, from like a, a limiting belief that you've identified, which a limiting belief is something that you believe to be a fact when 
after you explore it, you learn that it's actually not a fact. Like someone could have a limiting belief that I will never make money on um, building a blog. Well, is that really true? Well, of course not. Like there are moms who are literally millionaires and they make all of their money from a blog. So Mm -hmm. it's uh, that process of realizing that maybe something you've told yourself isn't possible for you. You actually realize that it is possible. And then you actually write affirmations to counteract that limiting belief into an empowering affirmation. And so if you have something specific that you're working on, so it can be an affirmation that you've developed, or it can be even a mantra or an intention for the day. And so you just take one minute to focus on something that is going to be a priority or a theme um, or something that you're working on kind of in the personal growth space. So you focus on that for just one minute. And then the very last step, G, is for gratitude. And that is another huge shift for a lot of people. It is so easy to take for granted what we have or not notice what we have until it's gone or to focus on what we don't have or what we want more of. And so gratitude is just an amazing way to focus on how fortunate we are. And it's really interesting that the more good we see in our lives, we see even more of it because we have primed our subconscious in the morning, first thing in the day, to look for all of the good things. And that feels so good because mm-hmm. as you, like, oh my gosh, I am so lucky. Like I have the smartest kid. I have the most beautiful cat. I have this warm, comfortable home. And oh my gosh, the sunshine feels amazing on my skin today. Like you just notice all of these things. And I mean, in life, feeling good, that that's what it is to be human. Those feelings are what, you know, cultivate happiness. And you can cultivate more of those feelings by focusing on the good things. And again, I feel like the morning is just such a key opportunity because it's easier to make it more consistent. Um, as moms, we know the days often snowball on us. And mm-hmm. if we want anything done, the only way that it has a chance is if it gets done in the morning. And the other advantage is that what you do in the morning, when you set that proactive, calm, peaceful tone for the entire day. So you're going to be a more patient mom. You're not going to be as frustrated. I mean, you still get frustrated, but you're not going to feel like maybe um, those days where you're just irritable and even little things that bother you are like, why is that bothering me? That shouldn't even be bothering me. You should have a lot less of that because you had some time and space to yourself and you were able to program your mind for an awesome day. Oh, so good. I'm going to definitely have to implement the like, just roll out of bed, Michelle, because part of my problem is, is how you were saying that you become reactive. I 100% am that that way because I just wait till the boys wake me up and then I wake up Mm -hmm. angry or I'm like, just go watch a show. I'm so Mm -hmm. tired because I was up so late, (laughs) but, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's so great. And the having the gratitude is so important. I can totally tell a difference when 
I do implement that into my day versus Mm -hmm. not implementing it that you do just are like, okay, I should, I'm just a little bit more grateful or patient. I feel like it makes me more patient than anything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I have a question because as you were talking about this, I'm thinking to myself after when I became a mom for the second time with my youngest, he never slept. He literally, it was like every two hours we were Mm -hmm. up and awake, you know, like in those little years of having Mm -hmm. the baby when you are nursing and you don't know night from day up or down, Mm -hmm. but having this time to yourself, I know is so important Mm -hmm. or, you know, so how would you tell a new mom to implement or a mom who has a a baby? How Mm -hmm. do you implement this? Where do you implement it? Do you just pick a time each morning when you're going to do this? Because I know like you were up at two, you were then Mm -hmm. up at three 30, up at five, what, when would you tell them or how would you explain to them to have a morning routine? Yes. Those super early months and for sometimes years are really tough. And I think the big thing is to just give yourself grace and really not layer on more to do's or guilt for not being able to do things. So I think ideally maybe when you wake up and you could have an approximate time, you know, a consistent time really helps because otherwise you think you're going to do it and then you don't, okay, I'll just do it later. And then you go the whole day and you're like, I thought about doing this thing all day and it never happened. So you Mm -hmm. don't want to waste your energy in that way. So I would say to do it in the morning around the same time, if you can, or um, I would just suggest the morning, you know, and if you could do it later, maybe that you could try that. You could try Mm -hmm. that. But I would say not to let it drag on and on, you know, as another thing to do. So just kind of take what you can when you can. If it works to set your alarm and wake up 15 minutes before the baby normally wakes, great. If it doesn't, maybe you just wake up with the baby, you know, newborn. You could probably still do most of these things with the newborn. Mm-hmm. Even while you're nursing, you could do a lot of this, you know. I mean, gosh, oh, uh, the women I work out with, they would literally be nursing and busting out squats. So, yes. I mean, <laughs> yeah. You can do it. Like, you know, again, with the limiting beliefs, it's um, if you it really is possible, you know. So I don't want it to be another thing that makes you feel guilty and you certainly need to give yourself grace. But I think if there is any way that you can work this in, I think it would really help in the long run. And there there are just times where it feels like pure chaos and you just try to ground yourself in any way that you can. Even using any one of these steps might be helpful. You know, just meditating for a couple minutes, just some deep breaths. Like you can't go wrong with any little bit of this. Yes. Oh, and I think that the most important thing that you said was just giving yourself grace. And like, mm-hmm. if it worked today, great. And if mm-hmm. tomorrow you wake up and it's a really bad day and it just didn't happen and it started in chaos, like mm-hmm. do what you can and then mm-hmm. just let it go and try yeah. again tomorrow. Yes. Oh, I love yeah. it. I really, I love the idea too of planning for a day or two to sleep in because um, I don't know Maybe, I don't know if I'm unusual or not, but I feel like I need a lot of sleep. Like most people like eight hours and I'm like, "Mm, I would like 10 or 12. (laughs) Granted that like rarely ever happens, but my husband and I have a deal where he sleeps in on Saturdays and I sleep in 
on Sundays. So I know that I have that day to sleep in where I catch up on sleep. And sometimes if it's been a crazy week, like I will sleep in until the kids wake up on Saturday. But I have to say, like, I definitely noticed that those days aren't as good. Those days can be challenging. Like I, I feel like this morning ritual is very self-reinforcing because my days are so much better with it, but you also need sleep. So yeah. I just recommend planning that because it can be such a slippery slope. If you wake up and you're like, okay, do I go back to sleep today or not? Like, no, if you decided to set your alarm, you get up. If you decided not to set your alarm the night before, then you have chosen that's a day to sleep in and catch up on sleep. And that's good too. You know, you need, you need rest. So it's definitely a balance of the two. Do whatever works for you. Yes. I love that. I have a sweet husband that also too lets me sleep in. And Mm -hmm. so uh, it is, it is good some days to get to have that. Okay. So Let's say that you got in an elevator with a mama and she said to you, why do I need a morning routine? Tell us your elevator ride of why we need to have this morning routine in our lives. Oh my gosh. I think just like we have been discussing, but I think really the key is starting the day proactively and that absolutely sets the tone for the rest of your day. Like in addition to that self-care, self-nourishment you are going to be a more patient mom. You're going to feel calm, peaceful, grounded. Even if it's a hurricane of a day, you won't be powerless in this hurricane of chaos. You will feel like you've had some control. Even if it's just that you had control of 15 minutes before the kids woke up, you feel more in control and it just, it changes your outlook and perspective on the whole day for the better. Mhm. Yes. Absolutely. Yep. Mhm. Absolutely. Advice to someone deep in the little years of motherhood doesn't have to be about morning routine, could be about anything. What is your advice for a mama? Oh, I think it is so important to give ourselves grace. When our baby is born, a mother is born too. And we are both experiencing a whole new world that we've never seen before and we know nothing about. So I just feel like it's too easy to have expectations of what we thought motherhood would be and then to feel disappointed or frustrated when we don't meet those expectations. Like a small example is I think a lot of us struggle with, with breastfeeding. And Mm. I don't know about you, but I was like, how is this not the most natural thing in the world? And just the expectation that it would be easy. And then not only was it not easy, I mean, there's just a whole, I mean, there's all these things with, you know, your supply and bottle feeding. And it was just like this whole crazy Um, experience that I was going through myself and judging myself and then also, you know, those expectations and worried that other people are judging me and what's the healthiest choice. And um, yeah, I think just, I mean, that's one small example. There's so many areas, but the best thing you can do is to give yourself grace and listen to your own intuition. There's a lot of advice out there, but I think we know what's right for us more than we realize. Mm, so good. Yes. And I love that you're saying like a baby's born, a mother is born. Cause it is, you can read like all of the books and all the mm-hmm. things before you 
kids. And even like before you have like your second kid, it all totally changes. Like you think mm-hmm. you know what's coming and, <laughs> and you don't. And then, and you know, and the mm-hmm. same thing with nursing. I can remember with the first one, I was like, oh, it'll be fine. Like if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. Like mm-hmm. I don't need to do the breastfeeding class or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he came and I was like texting my friends what do I do? Yes. How does this work? And then I became obsessive. I mean, yes. this could be a whole other yeah. podcast episode. Totally could. Yes. <laughs> Talking Absolutely. about nursing because there's so much information about it, but mm-hmm. it is. And it's so cool the things that your body can do. So it is amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, so Absolutely. good. So good. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing with us about morning routines and helping us win back a part of our morning and having some control in our day. I am so excited for the listeners. I hope that you implement at least one piece of this, if not all. And Tabitha, thank you so much for sharing your knowledge with us. Tell us where our listeners can find you. What do you have coming down the pipeline for your business? And what can, if they want to do some more morning routine, what can they do with you? Absolutely. So my blog is themamamatters.com. So T-H-E-M-A-M-A matters.com. I am on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at The Mama Matters. And we also have a Facebook group, The Mama Matters Tribe, where we all just hang out. It's a great community. We give lots of advice and encouragement, a very supportive um, community to share with each other. And then I have the Rise and Shine mini course, which I was originally only offering quarterly, but I'm actually working on getting it up right now where it's available all the time. So I'm really excited about that because it's a way to master your mornings in just eight days. And there's also a Facebook group with that so that we can encourage each other. And then if there are any questions or um, anything that someone's struggling with, I personally go on there and I can do lives and provide whatever support and encouragement, as well as the other members of the community helping as well. I am also currently working on a six-week group coaching program. It will be Simplifying Motherhood, and it will be how to simplify motherhood in six weeks without the overwhelm or guilt. And I am super excited about that. It will be one-hour Zoom calls for six weeks, and there is a workbook with each week. And it's really giving moms the tools in order to um, align motherhood and make it so that you have everything that you need to make it a very enjoyable, meaningful, purposeful, and productive season of our lives. Instead of just feeling like, oh, we just have to crunch through these early years and just do whatever it takes to get through them. And gosh, I can't wait until my kids can use the bathroom by themselves. (laughs) Just how can we really enjoy just the sweet fleeting moments? You know, they're only tiny for a very short period of time. And really overall, we only have our kids in our home for probably 18 years, which in the scope of your entire life is not very long. So I just want to make sure that we make all of the wonderful memories that we can and that we feel good and just enjoy motherhood to the 
to the max. <laughs> oh, I love that. And that'll be perfect. That's something for like people, if you have a friend who's pregnant, who's never been a mom, like, I feel like that's a perfect time. Send it to your mm-hmm. friends, that type of stuff, because you do get like a few years into it and you're like, oh gosh, I should have mm-hmm. been appre- like appreciating or just soaking it in a little bit more. But, mm-hmm. and you, I wish that yes. someone would have told me like, just let it be messy and the, mm-hmm. and let it, you know, be how it is and use these times to like appreciate your kids. So, oh, I'm so mm-hmm. pumped for that for you. So. Yeah. And, you know, that was something I did receive that advice sometimes with like, oh, just, you know, like enjoy it. It doesn't last very long. But I felt like I didn't know how because I was the type of person who was like, okay, but I also need to clean my house. And so I'd be like cleaning my house and then kind of frustrated because then the baby would be hungry, but then I was trying to clean. And I've just learned there's definitely a balance. Like you don't have to live in squalor, (laughs) but you can still enjoy the time with your baby. And it's just, I think a big part is aligning, aligning our daily actions with our values and our life's purpose. And that gives it so much meaning. And then we feel fulfilled and satisfied at the end of the day, instead of feeling like we're just doing all of these things. And like, what's the point? I was busy all day, but I have nothing to show for it. If you are aligning with your values and purpose, then you know, you know what you're working toward. And part of that is making memories and enjoying these sweet moments while they last. Uh, absolutely. And I feel like what the perfect way to end your show. <laughs> awesome little nugget of wisdom for mamas. Oh, uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Michelle. This was so much fun. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Busy Years Podcast. If you love this episode, we would love for you to share it with a friend. For this episode's show notes and all past episode show notes, head to michelleannhagen.com slash podcasts. Hey mama, did you need someone to remind you that you are worthy of your dreams? That you can take action in the middle of motherhood? I just wanted to pop in and give you another reminder, friend, that you got this. You can do this in the middle of motherhood, no matter how busy the years get.